It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Asha Arnold, investment consultant, Mr. Money Talk. Pat reporting live for the final day, reporting from Fort Myers here. What, what a day, boy, uh, Judd. You and I were wrong. We were guessing that we wouldn't see Buck until March 15th, but they're going to uh, try to try it out today, see if it works. I didn't realize, you know, I saw him play a game in St. Paul last year, right? And he played over there twice. They didn't hit him any balls. But for the Twins, what what was Phil Miller's math? 554 days since he's been in center field for the Twins. Wow. Unbelievable. He's trying to be as, I'll give him credit, he's trying to be as optimistic as he finally can, as he can. And interesting enough, the guy they got yesterday, Margot, can play center field, but Michael Taylor's a much better fielding center fielder than Margot is, so they must be fairly confident. I don't know, because uh, Margot is more, I think they're more, Margot is more batting for, uh, you know, hitting against lefties for either Walner or Kepler, I would guess. So Yeah, although Margot, last year he only played like 150 innings in center field. The two years before that, he played, mm-hmm. I think it was 800 and maybe 700 innings in center field. Yeah. Yeah. And his, his metrics anyways were really good as of two years ago. Not as good as Michael A. Taylor, but yeah. I you, can, you can to, stick him out there. I talked to Mark Topkin, who's been covering the Rays forever and is probably one of the best beat men in the country, and he said... His fielding was down a bit last year, they thought. But yeah. it is interesting. They gave him the 7 and the 10. You know, they gave him the $19 million contract. But it was uh, backloaded. So then they, when they traded Glassnow to the Dodgers, they made the Dodgers take Margot, right? Yeah. As part of the deal to get rid of the salary. But they Tampa actually gave four million to the Dodgers. Yeah. Which is really weird to make that trade. 
for the two younger guys. And then uh, now the twins got that back and a little more Falvey admitted yesterday. So I think his salary's uh, 10 or 11, but the twins are probably only picking up five of it or so. They're picking up four. Yep. And and the the Dodgers, he's got a $12 million team option for 25. Yeah, that's a that's a two million dollar buyout that the Dodgers are going to pick up if the, the Dodgers twins buy him out. Getting that too, and the the odds of the Twins not buying him out are probably probably a thing. But can you buy a guy out and then bring him back for half season? You can, can't you? Yeah, right? I think I so. Mean, if they like him a lot, you know, he's he'll never in the modern structure of baseball unless he rips it up. Uh, you know, next this year. Uh, he's, he's never going to get his 12, you know, any, anywhere, but, uh, uh, you know, he's a good player and, uh, I guess he's a hell of a guy, big personality and, uh, all the Latin guys kind of assemble around him and, uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, he's a, he's a popular guy. So I, what didn't, we were hearing rumors that the twins were talking to Kiki, right? Yeah. Yes. And it must be the Dodgers saying, they we did. want Kiki. Do you want Margot? <laughs> yeah. Know? What's what's so, it going to take to end this stare down? We'll give you Margot. Yes. <laughs> and but I think they like Kiki because he can play all over, right? And the Twins don't need one of those guys. They got you know they got a bunch of guys that can play all over. They got Austin Martin. That's what they're that's what they're doing with him down here is having him uh, you know play in the outfield, play all over the infield, super utility. I don't think he's gonna he's not gonna start the cl- year with them, but he could end up here. Willie Castro's uh, fate is going to be interesting. I mean, he was really good for him last year. They like him a lot, but uh, this kind of reduces his playing time considerably, I would think. Yeah. Right? It also, I mean, on Austin Martin too, it, it, it kind of, you don't have to keep him on the 26 if he's not ready now too, yeah. right. With, with Margot coming up. But wait, what have you learned about Austin Martin? He's been in, he was in left field for the Grapefruit mm-hmm. League opener, right? So what yes. have you kind of, you talked to him a couple weeks ago. I was really thinking they were, you know, I actually wrote it when I wrote a feature on him thing, and he kind of thought it too, that he'd be playing a whole lot of center field because they were looking for the other center fielder. But uh, apparently that was never their idea because all the time when camp first started, he was taking all his workouts were in, in the field, in the, in, in the infield, but I think they really feel that he can play second, short, third, and anywhere in the outfield. So he's probably going to be one of those guys. But what's interesting about Margot, though, is it's a little different than the Joey Gallo pickup, right? This is a guy who can run, yeah, and and is a hitter, not a no power though. I mean, right. he, had, he had four home runs last year. So are we now switching philosophy? Do we want to yes. now get the ball and play? This is right. This is. I mean, they went so far down the path of we don't care about strikeouts, and yes. they kind of thumped yeah. their chest about it. But they swapped out Joey Gallo and Michael A. Taylor, who were two of the top yes. seven strikeout rates in all of baseball. Yes, for Carlos Santana and Manny Margot, yeah. who both. Rarely yes, strike that's, out. Uh, that's a very good point, Phil. I was just thinking, I forgot about that. I forgot that Taylor's strikeouts were that high. But mm-hmm. I, I'll have to, when we get Falby today, I'll have to. Are, are we now? Are we now? Uh, hit the contact uh, club. Uh, we, we we give it up on hitting nothing but home runs. It's it, it is an interesting uh, transition, that's for sure. And I think the. Did the game switch a little last year and caught them, you know, 
by surprise that with the running and the people running and stealing because they came up with the new rules to encourage running. And I, I, I don't know if, uh, but it is, uh, yeah, I mean, Santana, he'll strike out too, but he also walks uh, 120 right. times or something. Do you think he's going to be a regular? I don't know. Is he? I, I, I think so. Yeah. yeah he's he's their best. Of first base. He should be their first baseman, really, more, yeah, more days say, than not. Depends upon Kirilov, uh, too. Well, yeah, they, the one thing we keep forgetting is they have a DH spot open now. Yeah. You know, with Buxton playing, so they can, all of these guys can, you know, you can, you can play a couple of them at the, you know, like Kirilov. Kirilov's a good first, he's, he's an okay first baseman, but he has not, uh, I have only seen him bat five, six times this spring, and he's not killing the ball yet, but uh, who, who knows what his is. Uh, bringing in Santana does make you think they're, they're, they might be more worried about him than they are uh, Buxton, I don't know. Well, yeah, in my, in my classic out. spring training overreaction so far, Pat, through three days, is I believe Kirloff again today is batting leadoff. So they're they're clearly trying to get him as many at bats as possible, yes. quick and as quickly as possible to see where he's at. And they let him; uh, they kind of let him stay in the game the other day longer than the the other guys did. So, uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's, it's an interesting day. Uh, you're, you're just going to sit there and just make it through four innings, buddy. Take it out. Is get Buck going to play four? Get your, oh, yeah, he'll play four. But All right. And they probably get his third at bat. They might let him get a third at bat. I don't know mm-hmm. if they'll let him get a third at bat. If they get away with four innings, did you see? He's goofy, though, man. He'll give you some goofy quotes. Did you see his quote to Phil Miller? He says, I hope I drop one in the first yeah. inning because it always makes me concentrate more. What the, you know? I, I, I want to get the drop past me, so then I won't. Yeah. Try. He's, his quote was, "Once I drop one, I'll never drop one again." <laughs> okay, all right. Well, whatever, whatever you got to do to lock it in, I guess. It is right? spring training. Yeah, that, that is true. So, He's so tomorrow pretty... is the biggest day to find out. Does he wake up with yeah, inflammation or yeah, or something that's, crazy? That's, right, that's probably true. Yeah, although he's been running and you know he's been doing all the stuff. So, uh, uh, but it's. Uh, you know, the whole picture changes if he, if he can play. We'll find out. But I, again, we talked about it the other day. If it was this simple, it's taken a couple of flaps out. Why did it take two years to do it? You know, but why didn't we take those flaps? Can we look pre- at the can flap we pre- and signed <laughs> off on it? Ah, that flap's no problem. Don't worry about that, Joe. Let's get done here and go. Yeah, go who's to the flap guy? The flap guy yeah. needs to. Be- <laughs> I didn't even know there was a flap. Can we preemptively get rid of other players' knee flaps too, just to? Yes, you know, uh, let's. Yeah, right. Anytime, uh, whoever whoever found the flaps, let's send all our guys to him. You know, yeah. from now on, when they have bad knees and bad shoulders and everything, it's uh, it it would be uh, miraculous. But he's, you know, you're rooting for him. I mean, he's. I don't think he's a slacker. You? I don't think he's a slacker. No, I think not he at wants all. To be, I think he wants to be a great player. He just, you know, he's got the bad, as I say, he's got the bad skeleton. <laughs> you know, it's just, you know, I mean, the guy was a fantastic running back in high school in Georgia football and a, a fairly, I think, a fairly well-populated school, too, so it wasn't like in the lower class. He might not have lasted long in the SEC. I think he was going to go to Georgia, though. I think he was recruited by them. So, see, there, there's some fun. Joe, Joe Maurer as a Florida State quarterback, Byron Buxton yes. as a as a skill position God. player. I mean, to, to go mm-hmm. back and replay some of these careers would would be fun, wouldn't it? Yeah, 
So what do you think of Miguel being down 58 pounds? Uh, I contacted Rhett Bollinger. I sent Rhett a picture of uh, Miguel and I together in 2015. And I said, one of these guys is back where he was in 2015. You know? yeah. And he, he laughed and he says, he looks great, but unfortunately, every time he's batted so far, he struck out. So, <laughs> so has he has he set the record for number of times showing up to spring training? Thirty or more pounds lost from the last time he showed up to spring training? Because I know one, he's lost you know, thirty pounds at least twice with the Twins. But the one year that he looked good again was pandemic. You know, when they went home and he went home and ate. he celebrated the pandemic by gaining 50 pounds back and he was he was never good never good again but i think were you down there this spring when he showed up i mean he showed up big in 16 and 17 and 18 or so one of those years he just showed up enormous he was over 300 and they were in a complete panic and i mean he's he's a left tackle by nature he could you know he could he could play at 300 in the NFL, don't you think? So Probably. I mean, he's, he, well, he's, he's played 300. His strikeouts are fine in football. Yeah. You have to swing a bat. Across his back, he's uh, huge. But, uh, yeah, it'll be uh, interesting. Uh, yeah, we, you know, it's, I'm glad that I'm still here for one last uh, ball game down here to see uh, see the buck out there, and, you know. We can cheer for him to drop one. That's uh, that's, that's what we're running for. Yeah. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, uh, the greatest negotiator in the history of professional football and his camp put out a video yesterday. Kirk Cousins. So day one of the combine, it's the center of the NFL universe. Yes, agents, general managers, everyone descends upon Indianapolis and scheduled bang right off the bat Monday morning. Kirk Cousins Twitter and Instagram accounts. Hey, look at me. He was on a tennis court for some reason. He was throwing passes, dropping back off the back foot, the Achilles foot, and throwing passes, showing the world, look how great I feel. Don't mm-hmm. forget about me when you're writing out $45 million checks here in a couple yeah, weeks. Teams. And by the way, with the $30 million increase in the in the salary cap, he ain't taking no bargains, I'll tell you that. he'll. He, he, you can get him a little over 40, right? But who wants it? Beyond the Vikings, who wants it? There's a list of teams that might. Like who? that that's that's a thing. Atlanta, Falcons, Raiders. Falcons make yeah, but Atlanta Denver's they, out there. Doesn't Atlanta know they're bad? I mean they, No, they, but that's the thing, Pat. Atlanta can takes, win that division. Yeah. It just takes well, one the team. Division, the division's the AL Central. So uh, you know that's, that's the that's point. True. That's true. Takes one what team. do we really think about these guys? What do we really think about the Vikings? If they got a chance to give up another draft choice and draft eight and get one of the three quarterbacks, they got to go that route. They can't commit to Kirk, don't they? Well, you they got to so. you get one of the three guys. I, I don't know. Except I saw some. I saw some mock draft that had a couple of those guys slipping, but they're probably going to go one, two, three, right? Uh, one and two oh. for sure, and then it it looks like there might one of the like the commanders or the patriots could trade out, and then it, okay. then it gets kind of chaotic. But yeah, yeah. So are, is everybody convinced that uh, the uh, Bears are going to take Williams in and uh, and uh, actually trade actually Fields? in in his retirement column, Peter King basically sleuthed down. He thinks the Bears are going to trade that pick. 
He mm-hmm. he thinks the Bears. He he went through a scenario where the Bears are going to trade from uh, from one to two with Washington, move down to eight, and end up with nine uh, first or second round picks in the next two years. Wow. <laughs> Peter I don't King, know though, but, but uh, you'd have to be seeing flaws in Caleb Williams then, right? If you did that, I mean, yeah. you'd have to yeah. say the no. guy's uh, got an erratic personality and he's kind of a big timer and all that stuff. But uh, you know that would, you know what though? If the Bears do that, Caleb Williams is guaranteed to turn out great. <laughs> it's going <gonna be laughs> well, yeah. to backfire on them if they do, and then and poor Justin Fields. If you don't, if you don't, if you pass on Caleb Williams, he's going to get, every time he throws an incomplete pass, they'll be booing the hell out of him if the Bears can't win a game. So, yeah, uh, it is, it is uh, quarterback mania in the modern NHL is NFL is just amazing. I mean, it's, yeah, you know, we've come a long way from, ah, what difference does it make? We won't play him for two, three years anyway. We'll, we'll have some old pot-bellied guy play for two, three years before we break out this guy. And now it's now it's all that matters in the draft is who's going to get which quarterback and who's going to be wrong about the quarterback. Yeah, but the, like you said, the $30 million jump, and it's the it's the second biggest percentage jump. It's the biggest cash jump in yes. in history year over year. And there's a lot of Vikings fans saying, oh, this is great. Now we can afford to sign Kirk. And this is like, well, wait a second. No, this is inflation for the league. This doesn't mean that yes. you exclusively have more money to sign Kirk. It means everybody has more money but to sign what Kirk. What this tells you is how much money are those thieves making that they're that they're that they have to admit they owe the players thirty million a team per year. Right. It means they're making like hundred and fifty million more. They're they're still screwing the players because they got D Morris down there living in a. No, he's gone now. Well, then it's some new guy. Who knows? <laughs> he's probably got the. He's probably got the mansion next to D Morris down there in uh, Curacao or someplace on the in the Caribbean. So it's uh, who is the guy? Who is the guy? Just I'll have to look up the name, but. It's I, I guess it's a guy who's a little bit more difficult than yeah, but Morris they, was, seeing as how they ramrodded everything they wanted by it him. Didn't, isn't this deal all like eight years or ten years or something? Isn't isn't the current one long? Oh, the CBA is yeah, but yeah. but the thing is, they got they they made so many billions off of their new media deals yes. and stuff that they're like, oh, the accounting's great. This is a lot like though. Do you guys recall about five or six years ago there was a similar jump in the nba salary cap yeah and and everyone just started to throw around yeah, they at, just spent the money at man. like stupid investments <laughs> and then so like, like a year didn't mike conley get the highest contract in the nba for a period he might have and i remember like there was a couple big men who got paid ridiculous yeah. money and it's like they're not even that good Al horford yeah this reminds mm-hmm. me of that yeah well i but i'm i'm always rooting for the you know i, I don't really care about the players in any other sport except these guys that are out there. You should love Kirk. You know, these guys are all going to be, you know, 52 and happy and somebody feed them with a spoon. And, uh, you know, they should get all the money they can while they can enjoy it. That's what my theory on those guys is when those thieves are making this incredible amounts of money. So, But you should all love Kirk, Royce. Kirk is yeah. your guy. Yeah, I don't like Kirk. 
Do you know what he's done for the Players Association? Like he's oh, he, yeah. oh, he's the right. poster oh, child yeah. for ripping off the owners instead of him being ripped off. Yes, he is the poster child for how much of that how much of that contract do we have to pay you? A hundred percent. He's the first guy to say a hundred percent. You know, it's a every time I ran into Chad Greenway at one of his daughter's basketball games this winter. Every time I see him, I think. They made you cut, take a 50% pay cut, paid you, played you 400 and some plays and never gave you a nickel back. Yeah. <laughs> just, you know, you, you weren't going to be able to start. Then somebody got hurt. You played every down and they didn't give you your money back. I th- you know what, though? I think they've money. got his Grey Duck vodka inside some of those mixed drinks okay. in U.S. Bank State. I think All he's right. getting it back on the business end now, <laughs> in fairness. All right. That's, uh, that's good. But uh, yeah, it's a uh, it's a big day here at the ball yard. I wonder uh, Phillies are in town, which you mean you see a lot of fans here, but you won't see the Phillies. You won't actually see no. the Phillies. They're not know? coming down from. Was it Clearwater? No. Is that where they? We're are? not going to see Bryce playing first base. I can guarantee you. <laughs> we can. You know, you're not. If you, it's uh, you're going to see the you're going to see the correct laundry. Okay, they talk about teams college fans rooting for laundry there's baseball spring training you're rooting for the laundry actually no That's one's rooting for this laundry the fanatics uniforms apparently have not been uh have you uh, have you been getting feedback from the players and the messed up names on the back and the thin material well, have you light, followed the the material apparently you could be a sweat they're going to be able to see your manhood or yeah something. You know, <laughs> it's, I mean, yep. it's, uh, it's they got this they got these linens they look like one of these old Paul Newman movies from the sixties in the South where they're all walking around in a white suit, burl Ives and guys like that, you know, they're what a bunch of morons. Like, you know, just, I don't know. Let's go back to wool. Let everybody. Play I agree. Wool. Yeah. A hundred percent. Let's go back to wool and riding trains. Let's just go back all the way. The drooping wool unis. Come on, let's go back there. Those guys, yeah, those guys are playing. Think about those uniforms from a hundred years ago. It's like they're literally wearing. It's like wearing a winter jacket for three hours in the middle of July. And then you went back to a hotel without air conditioning in St. Louis or something (laughs) like that. It was it was a little different world, that's for sure. Yep. So, all right, well, keep an eye on Buxton's knee for us, and we'll see how he makes it up. I'm praying for him. If he's going to have problems, let it occur later in the week, okay? Because <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I got, I got four hundred words. I hate to throw them away for no reason. So, all right, Thanks, all right, Matt. sounds good. There he Goodbye. is, Roycey Unchained here on Score North.